Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Thank you for pressing play today. Thank you for inviting me into your day. I'm here to help you get this day of life started right. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Welcome to the Jungle. (laughs) Oh, I am taken right back to high school. Like that is a song from high school for me. Welcome to the Jungle. I have been studying the book of John this week. And every chapter is like a new wild story of the next crazy thing Jesus steps right in the middle of. The accounts of Jesus healing the sick and making the lame to walk and the blind to see and raising the dead, miraculously multiplying food, walking on the waves and causing a complete stink everywhere he went of people who were threatened by him and wanted to kill him. His entire life was wild. That's what I'm seeing, studying this more in depth in the book of John. It's like Jesus's life was wild. Almost every chapter ends with someone trying to stone him, someone trying to arrest him, someone plotting to kill him, and others choosing to believe in him. Wild. And now we're invited into life with him. And and what? Like, we think it's supposed to be calm. We think it's supposed to be predictable. We think it's supposed to be easy. Well, where did you get that idea? Here you are in the wild. Yes, Life is wild. Things are continually changing. Where you thought you would be, you're probably not. And what you think will happen next, well, that may not happen. And maybe your life has just been turned upside down. Or perhaps it's just now settling down from the last wild turn, preparing you for the next one. When will all of this calm down? Do you ever ask yourself that? Like, when is this going to just calm down? When will life calm down? Answer, when you're dead. Things get real calm after that final breath. But until then, you are on a ride. And while the ride is in motion, it is going to be wild. You may think you want a calmer ride. You may be craving a slow, meandering roll with long pit stops along the way. But all that equals is a watered-down life absent of the natural wild you were created for. If God would have intended for you to live a tamed, tethered, tidy little measured-out life, he would have cleared all the problems, removed all the troubles, and plopped you by a bubbling brook where birds sing. But look around. Are you by a bubbling brook where the birds are singing? No, 
That's because, honey, you are not a Disney princess. Your life is real and meaningful, and it is wild. Think about things that grow in the wild. They're not forced. They're natural. They're unaltered. They are precisely as they were designed to be. A wild rose is different than a greenhouse rose. A wild strawberry is different than a grocery store strawberry. And we keep trying to just tame our lives and make our lives predictable and controllable. But God created us for so much more. Honey, welcome to the jungle. Cue guns and roses. If you've ever been in a real jungle, have you ever been to a real jungle? Okay. You know, this is where things grow. This is where things flourish. This is where you find things you can't find anywhere else in the world. And it's wild. Why did God design your life this way? Could it be because your eyes would glaze over with the repetitive nature of everything always going perfectly? You think that's what you want, but your eyes would glaze over with that perfect life. Could it be because you would wander farther away from a connection with your creator if things were always good? Isn't it the hard times that bring us back to God? Could it be because you would never grow to your fullest potential if problems didn't plop themselves squarely in the middle of your path? Yes. Absolutely. Let's go back to a scripture we studied together last week and let's just dig deeper. This is where God led me to this morning. Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5 says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that those problems and those trials are helping us to develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Have you run into problems and trials? Maybe you've even run into more problems, more trials, more trouble since we studied the scripture together last week. And maybe that's why God's bringing us back to it is because he wants us to remind us, wants to remind us, hey, this is for a purpose. This is the thick of the wild and this is where you develop your endurance. Honey, this is where you learn to keep going. This is where you learn there's more in you than you ever thought before. What's in you? Well, that's the power of God that is in you. Remember that when you question if you have strength to keep going, you have the power of God in you. You do. You can do this because you have the power of God. That's true power. When training for a marathon, you begin where everybody else begins, the very first mile. And then you build up to three miles. 
And I will never forget my first three-mile training run. Now, y'all have to remember that I'm the nearly six-foot-tall girl. You guys know that I'm tall. People tell me all the time when they meet me in person, oh my gosh, you're so much taller than you sound. (laughs) I'm warning you now, guys. I'm ridiculously tall. But I'm the nearly six-foot-tall girl that became a cheerleader in high school because basketball required running. I did not run. But at 26, I realized God had saved my life time and time again, and he had given me the ability to walk again after that stroke, and I committed to running a marathon. And I will never forget my first three-mile training run. It took everything I had to finish it. How in the world would I ever build up to do nearly 10 times that? The answer was to train. Training would build up my endurance to break through my prior limitations and learn to run longer and faster. The training that God has you in as you go through problems and trials is to build up your endurance. You are learning to trust God through bigger problems for longer times before you have answers. This is not punishment. This is training. And you need to write that down. This is not punishment. You're not being punished. You're being trained. He has good work for you to do, sis. But first, you have to learn to trust God for longer distances between the answers. That's where you're at right now. Your distances between the answers are getting longer and longer and longer. You're building up endurance. Yes, between the answers. This is the time between your last open door from God and your next. This is the part where you're not sure what the heck God is doing. This is basically like miles 17 through miles 23 in a marathon. You're on some back road in the middle of nowhere and there is no one to cheer you on. Yep, the wild. And this is you learning to trust what happens in the wild. Things grow. And as you keep getting up, as you keep pushing through and you keep believing, this endurance develops strength of character. This is where you learn who you really are. This is the part where the refining fires just melt away all the layers that you've carried around to disguise and protect your true self. This is where you become who you were created to be. This is exciting stuff. The character God is developing in you through your wild, unpredictable, up and down times is the ability to choose to do the right thing on a consistent basis. When the crowd is cheering you on and when they're not, when someone sees you and when no one would know, here where you're learning to trust God, you are growing more and more likely to consistently make the right choices. And that is character. You are tapping into your inner guidance from the Holy Spirit and you know what is right. Did God have to bring you to the wild to bring that character out in you? Probably. 
Yeah, probably so. As humans, when life is going splendidly well and every day is easy, when we find the bubbling brook and the singing birds, we stop growing. And when we stop growing, our character slowly fades and we sink into ruts and habits and we fall away from the greatness we were designed for. That's just the truth of human nature. So hello, problems and trials, because God loves us too much to let us miss out on the fullness of the life he created us for. And finally, this brings us to hope that will not disappoint. While life may be wild and unpredictable and chaotic and messy, know this, God does not disappoint his girls. Romans 8.28 tells us that he uses all things together for good for his girls who love him. God takes even the things that were intended for our harm and he uses them for ridiculously good things that save lives. Can you believe that what you are going through right now will be used to help save someone else? Isn't that amazing? God's big picture plan is so much better than you could ever imagine. While you can't see it and you're not supposed to right now, you can place your hope in it. Because of all of this, you can actually rejoice in your problems and trials. Now, that's not exactly easy to do, and I'm not proposing that it is. But rejoicing doesn't mean that you're necessarily happy about it. We get confused when we rejoice in our problems and our trials. It doesn't mean that we have to be happy about it. Rejoicing means we are trusting that God is working here and what he's working on is going to be good. It's going to be good. Maybe not right now, but it's going to be. When things go wrong, you may not feel happy about it, but you don't have to feel hopeless about it. You can know that God is growing something in you here, something he is going to use for good, something that will lead you towards the big life you were created for. It's okay to be uncertain. Let yourself be uncertain. It's okay not to have all the answers. You aren't expected to fix all of this anyway. Here in the wild jungles of your life, you have an invitation to find peace and just grow to become more. Yes, in the wild, you grow naturally as God intended. So, hey, let's stop waiting until life calms down. Let's stop waiting until we have the next open door to trust God. He's here. He's growing us through this. He's using us through this. Let's just embrace it. Jesus shows us like life is not tame. It is not predictable. It's wild. It's a jungle out there, y'all. And it's what we were created for. This is where we grow. May I pray with you? Come on, join me right now. 
Good morning, Papa God. It's your girls here, and we are just excited that you woke us up today. Thank you for giving us life. We're so grateful for the opportunity to get to be alive in this beautiful world that you've created. Lord, thank you for the beauty that surrounds us. Thank you for everything that is good and right and working or coming together to work just as you have planned. Lord, I thank you that you did not create us for some tame, boring, melancholy life. You didn't. You created us for a wild adventure, a jungle of life. And I thank you for that. I thank you that this is where we grow. I thank you for the example of Jesus and how to handle it with grace and confidence and power and strength and trust. Lord, we trust in you. Thank you for what you're showing us. Thank you for how you're strengthening us. Thank you for how you're using all of this. I'm so grateful for every soul around the world you've brought to hear this today. I pray that your spirit would just be working within them and moving within them, God. I pray over their families. Lord, I pray your blessings, God. I pray for your favor over these families. Lord, I pray for your presence, your provisions for today, your protection. Thank you. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, everybody, thank you for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful day of life. It's actually Friday for me, so let me wish you a wonderful weekend. I'm getting ready to host our February retreat. We're on the coast of Texas, so woo! Big life retreat happening starting today in Texas. So excited to meet some of my big life sisters for the first time. Welcome others back. It's going to be a wonderful weekend of life together. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I pray you have a beautiful day. And I would love to meet you again next time. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com. 